Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into a Friday edition of the show. You know what that means. We're going to give you our best and worst of the week. Of course, a brand new Richard of the Week will be crowned. We'll play the B or not the B. And the Friar, well, yes, we are going to throw the worst stories of the week into the Friar, including our worst of the week. Um, But before we get into the show in earnest, thank you to each and every single one of you. We are smashing records this week, Pat. Uh, Record download numbers, four out of the five days, or well, three out of the four days currently, and I'm guessing today might be the same. Uh, We are smashing our personal records, so thank you to each and every single one of you that are downloading this podcast, that may be re-engaged with the podcast. We greatly appreciate it, but of course, if you're into the visual, you can always go to our Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Hit that subscribe button. Don't miss a single episode. Um, In coming in the new year, I'm going to be experimenting, and Pat, I think we've kind of kicked around this idea once in a while, but I'm going to be experimenting with some shorter videos and and maybe some updates throughout the day um, on stories um, for the Rumble page. So you're going to want to check all of that out, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. It is a Friday. It is the last Friday prior to uh, the World Cup, Pat. Are you excited for the World Cup? You're so excited, it looks as if um, you didn't turn your lights on today. Oh, that's a whole other issue in of itself. But um, <laughs> uh, how do I how do I put my excitement for the World Cup? Um, let me put it to you this way: I would. I think I would rather clean my entire house by myself than watch the World Cup. Hmm. Monday at 2 p.m. against Wales. Friday, 2 p.m. against England. That's Eastern time. And then I mean, on Sunday or Monday, I can't remember, it will be the United States versus Iran at, wait for it, Pat, 2 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Go Team USA, but... That's about the most you're going to get out of me with this World Cup. All right. So we have a ton to get into in this program, and we always start our Friday programs with our best story of the week. Pat, give me your best story this week. My best story. Well, earlier this week, you heard us talk about uh, Hillary Burton Morgan and her comments about uh, Candace Cameron Bure. Um. In, in terms of the Great American Family Network and some of her comments there and how they are going to be focusing on traditional marriage and keeping that at their, their core in terms of their programming, um, especially with their Christmas movies uh, this year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you heard us talk about that. And, um, you know, of course, you know, Hillary Burton Morgan went absolutely bat nuts crazy on Candace Cameron Bure. Well, Candace Cameron Bure, I think, has had one of the classiest responses to that kind of controversy I think I've seen in a long time. Um, and her response was, uh, I would like to address the comments on Great American Families programming as reported in the Wall Street Journal. Um, all of you know me beyond question that I have a great love and affection for all people. It absolutely breaks my heart that anyone would ever think that I intentionally would want to offend and hurt anyone. It saddens me that the media is often seeking to divide us even around a subject as comforting and merry as Christmas movies. But given the toxic climate in our culture right now, I shouldn't be surprised. We need Christmas more than ever. I am a devoted Christian, which means I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people, and I do. If you know me, you know that I'm a person who fiercely and indiscriminately uh, my my heart yearns and build uh, to build bridges and bring people one step closer to God to love others well and simply be a reflection of God's huge love for all of us. To the members of the media responsible for using this opportunity to fan flames of conflict and hate, I have a simple a simple message: I love you anyway. To those who who hate that I value and who are attacking me online, I love you. To those who tried to assassinate my character, I love you. To everyone reading this of any race, creed, sexuality, political party, including those who have tried to bully me with name-calling, I love you. I have long wanted to find a home for more faith-based programming. I'm grateful to be in the integral part of a young and growing network. Um, I mean, there's there's lots, lots more that she goes into here. But yeah. that was absolutely a fantastic, a classy response. I, I've said it before. She is an attractive woman. She's even more attractive when she does stuff like this. Because... This is this is something that that we don't see in a lot of Hollywood actors and actresses today <laughs> where they're willing to be like, you know what? This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you don't believe what I believe. I still love you anyway. Let's just all get along. Right. You know, that that just the the sheer classiness of this makes it my best story of the week. Yeah, and then compared to, you know, Hillary Burton whomever and then Marin Morris, of course, you know, the the ultra leftist uh country music personality mm. decided to chime in as well. Make DJ Tanner gay again. What? 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 Like what? Clearly she never watched that show. I, I, this, but anyway, anywho, notice the response was love, not hate, love, not right. uh, division, love. It. She could have taken this so many different ways, and she took this as, as, as the classiest way possible, and that was love you all anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe in God. God is going to be at the center of everything that I do, and uh, support me or not, I love you anyway. I'm going to keep doing what I what I set out to do, which is what she should do. And I, I, yeah, I can't thank her enough for it because that just it mm-hmm. it, it put a, a sincere smile on my face. Yeah, a, a uh, thousand percent, a thousand percent. So my best story of the week is actually a story from the world of media as well, Pat. Oh, okay. And it's a story that came out yesterday. Um, we have the news, Pat, that Daily Wire, Daily Wire Plus, if you will, too, right? Uh-huh. Um, has topped one million monthly subscribers. That's right, wow. a million subscribers. 
Jeremy's Razors, 100,000 Razor subscriptions. Now, it Jeremy's Razors, unfortunately, doesn't work for me. I tried them. It doesn't work for me because I have very sensitive skin. And um, yeah, ouch. But for other people who don't have sensitive skin, this is a great product. I'm not going to knock it. Uh, it just didn't work for me. But. Well, not everything is for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Daily Wire. Nearly doubled its growth year over year every year since 2015's founding. They're projecting nearly $200 million in revenue by the end of this year, reporting $100 million in revenue in 2021. One million active subscribers makes us one of the most successful conservative media companies of all time, said Jeremy Boring, God King of Daily Wire. Um, it took us five years to get our first 100,000 active subscribers, but we doubled down, reached higher, pushed harder, and just two and a half years later, we have 10x that number. But it isn't even a drop in the bucket. And, and this is why this is my best story of the week, Pat, because they're not just content with, okay, we got to that big mark, right? Right. No, they're, they're, they're continuing to push. They're going to burn it down to steal from Seth Rollins. As he continues to say, but it isn't even a drop in the bucket compared to the media companies currently in service of the left. In that world, 10 million subscribers is the bare minimum just to play the game. To succeed in our effort to create a true news and entertainment alternative for the millions of Americans tired of the hegemony, uh, hegemony of the woke giants, we have to grow 10x, and then we have to grow 10x again. Daily Wire has nearly 90 million followers across all social media platforms, generating 8 80 million podcast downloads per month. 40 million of them come from Ben Shapiro, the editor emeritus of Daily Wire. The show has been listened to a staggering 1.2 billion times. Um, the comment section with Britt Cooper uh, in its first years of podcast has garnered 1.4 million subscribers and 500 million total views on YouTube. Wow. And why is this my best story of the week? It's my best story of the week because, well, as I hinted, um, this is a company that isn't content with where they are. Um, because once you become content with where you are, that's where you sit and you die. Um, now, yeah. that doesn't mean that you blow the whole thing up every year and do it all over again. No. You find what's working and you iterate off of it. You find new ways to grow from that. But the reason, this, the, the bigger reason for me that this is my best story of the week is that it, it goes to show you that when you actually produce content that people want to watch, want to listen to, want to be a part of, it works. Whether that content is political, apolitical, entertainment, kids programming, people are hungry for alternatives and the daily wire seems to be presenting these alternatives in greater and greater numbers what do you think they can do with 200 million dollars in revenue a lot yeah they can do a lot with that revenue and it goes to show you that there is some sustainability in that business model more importantly than that though pat the 100% truth in all of this is that this is a company that gets what needs to happen in our culture and is actually doing something about it instead of just taking pot shots from the sidelines. They have put their money where their mouth is and they're cashing checks and bringing receipts. Uh, my, my favorite thing about, about them, though, is that uh, they are one of those businesses that you can work with that don't insult you. Absolutely. Now, they also announced um, some really great things coming. And I am so excited for some of these things, Pat. There's going to be major projects in development. They have exclusively secured 
all feature film and television series rights to develop and produce an adaptation of Atlas Shrugged. Ooh. That's going to be amazing what they do with yeah. like some sort of a series around it. Um, uh -huh. I'm going to be honest. I have never gotten through Atlas Shrugged all the way. Um, uh -huh. I, I think that might be a good challenge for the winter um, to get through that book. Um, it's actually not a hard read. It's just really long. Right. Now, they also have an exclusive exclusive option to develop and produce feature film and television series adaptations for all six books in Stephen R. Lawhead's The Pendragon Cycle. I, I don't know anything about this. Do you, Pat? I, I'm uh, not no. Familiar. I'm not, not super familiar with it, no. Um, they also are going to premiere the first four episodes of Dennis Prager's Prager U Masters course with Dennis Prager. That's going to start in December. They also announced more kids shows being released in the spring, including a wonderful day with Mabel McClay and the Zoodles show. So it's not as if they just are paying lip service to wanting to produce alternatives for all people in the culture. They're doing it. There is literally entertainment, right? We've got Atlas Shrugged, right. the Pendragon cycle. You've got political commentary and know-how from the Prager U Masters courses with Dennis Prager. And you've got your kids shows. They are doubling, tripling, quadrupling down, and they're not backing away. I love every second of this. And it's similar to the Candace Cameron Bure story in the fact that, yep, we're not going anywhere. Deal with it. That's basically what Candace Cameron Bure said. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not changing my values. My, my values are my values. You're not changing those based off of your hatred. I'm going to meet your hatred with love. The Daily Wire is saying, I'm going to meet your hatred with, we're building an alternative so that people can go somewhere to plug out or step out of the matrix, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. See you later. Bye-bye. I don't have to tune in to the ABCs, the NBCs, the CBSs of the world and, and have woke messaging through every single show. Just, just out of curiosity, I wonder how long it's going to be before the Daily Wire starts breaking into like those hallmark great american family-esque type christmas movies and christmas programming and getting someone like candace kim and Bure to to come over and and do stuff with the daily wire i don't know if i don't know if she'll ever do it specifically but someone gina, like her maybe I see a gina carano or carano, yeah, well, yeah, that, that. maybe not her because is she jewish I, i'm not totally sure i'm not i'm not oh, sure no, i'm but, thinking of i'm thinking of um wonder woman Gail Gadot. Oh, Gail Gadot. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but my point being, like, there's somebody like that that has a enough of a yeah. following and enough of a background in production and um, acting that could do that. I, I bet you that is a place that they think of going next. Yeah. Or potentially striking a deal with Great American Family. Yeah. I could see them. Part I mean, because they've partnered with PragerU. Yeah. Um, I could see them partnering with them. Absolutely. Yeah, I could see them doing some sort of partnership or some sort of ability to produce streaming content for them. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, maybe a media merger. <clears throat> Potentially. I, I, I could totally see something like that happening. Yeah, Especially as the Great American Family Network grows, I could totally yeah. see it happening. And, 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 um, and it doesn't even... It, it just rebrands itself. Not even Great American Family will become Daily Wire or some new media company that they can brand Great American Christmas. They can brand, you know, whatever have you and right, producing right. content in conjunction with the streaming content. Um, what I would love to see them produce is an actual app that's available for like Amazon Fire Stick and, <clears throat> and right. other places yeah. so that they can actually stream it on my TV. Yeah, right. Because I can't do that right mm. now. I can, if I have Apple TV, I can cast it to to my yeah, TV. I, but... I, I was going to say, I could do the same thing with my Samsung. Right. But, yeah. It's not as stable. It's not as well thought out. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they take some of that technology money and, and shove it into it. Um, because that's really where the Blaze TV kind of wins out for me. <clears throat> yeah. I watch their shows more often than not because I can. 
right? I don't, I can do multiple things, but with the daily wire, I can't, right? Right. So like, I can't have my, um, so like, I can't have my, you know, TV going, or I can't have my phone going and take phone calls at the same time. Right. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. Um, yeah, a so bit. we'll see what happens down the road, but I, I think this is one of my best stories of the year. To see them have this kind of success um, just goes to show you the appetite of the American people. And more importantly, that, yes, they have political content, but notice their direction is not political in nature. It is cultural in nature. And as we look at what happened in the aftermath of, of the election, right, we know that the House is going to be a small majority for the Republican Party. We know that right. it's a 50-50. And by the way, how did how did Chuck Schumer become the majority leader of a 50-50 Congress or Senate, Pat? I, I don't understand that. Uh, it isn't Kamala the tiebreaker there to where it gives the Democrats the power. I think that's she's how a, that works. She is a tiebreaker, but she's only a tiebreaker on legislative issues, right? Uh, but I, I think that that's how that works, though, is that whatever party the vice president is on a 50-50 split, that's the majority <laughs> don't, don't quote me on that, yeah. but from, from what I remember of it doesn't make sense to me. Side, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. But notice how, despite all of the things that went on and, and the unexpected nature of what took place in this, this election, right? Mm. And potentially the cultural issues that allowed for this to happen, right? We, we've talked about the single women, all the single ladies voting for abortion, right? 70-30 Democrat um, in that in that category. Um, and we I've had my theory about this being you need to break that into urban versus suburban. And you need to break it into congressional district by congressional district to understand also how those women voted the last three or four times out. Because my my thought process here is that 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 subset has been voting Democrat for a very long time and, mm. and, and in really high numbers. The question is, did they turn out in numbers that swayed elections that would have mattered? We don't know that. And frankly, I don't have the time to do that. Do you? No, I, I don't got that kind of time and I'm not getting paid to do it. So no, thank you. But that having been said, right, it was a cultural thing, right? It wasn't a political policy legislative issue it was a cultural issue abortion is yes both policy and culture but this was a cultural stand that they were willing to take look at what's going down on the other side here with the daily wire they're taking a stand they're producing culture they're giving us alternatives and they're having some success doing so getting to a million subscribers every month holy bleep that that's it's coming from content creators, right? Like us. Right. That's hard. That's really hard to accomplish. Getting to a thousand YouTube subscribers is really hard to accomplish. Now going from a thousand to ten thousand subscribers is really hard. They're multi-millions of subscribers just on their single platform, not just YouTube and all these those other things. That's incredible, incredible, incredible. And I can't wait to see where they go down the road from here. That having been said, Pat, I think it is time for us to play a little bit of the B or not the B as we kick off the, uh, the fun portion of the end of the week. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. That's right, it's time to play the B or not the B, where um, one of us reads a headline, the other of us guesses whether that came from the Babylon B or not the B.com if you are new to the program. Um, Pat, lay that headline on me at least once, maybe twice. Alrighty then. Today's headline, Elon Omar asks if she can quickly add one more kind of marriage to respect a for marriage act. <laughs> Elon Omar asks if she can quickly add one more kind of marriage to respect for marriage act. 
is this the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it is cold outside here. If you're in, by the way, if you're in Buffalo this weekend, holy crap. I'm sorry. Um, I, I highly advise that you move to warmer climates, by the way, um, with uh, maybe a little less snow, but that's just, that's just me. But if you're cold, it's a great time to have some hot chocolate, a really great time to have some hot chocolate. Um, and if you go to the, our, our folks over at uh, coffeebrandcoffee.com, uh, you can find some really good hot chocolate over there. And like their coffee, everything that they do is, fr- is, is fresh roasted and, and freshly prepared for you and shipped right to your door. Um, it's fantastic. They've got some great flavors over there. In terms of hot chocolate, I think they just came out with like a, a peppermint flavor for the uh, Christmas season. So uh, I'm really looking forward to, to trying that one. But their their chocolate blend and their marshmallow blend, I can say that I've, I've tried. They are both very good. If you're into hot chocolate, if you're into coffee, they've got all sorts of different great coffee flavors as well. Um, they have tea. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's fresh, as I said. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, critical thinking at checkout, 5% off your purchase. That's right, 5% off. If you're watching, you you, you knew that I was giving you a five. A five. five. Uh-huh. Uh, ten, Elon Omar. <laughs> Elon Omar asks if she can quickly add one more kind of marriage to Respect for Marriage Act. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Uh, this has got to be the Babylon B because we were talking about <clears throat> full faith and credit given to marriage equality, right? <clears throat> Remind you, in the text of the bill, full faith and credit to any pub- no person acting under such under color of state law may deny full faith and credit to any public act, record, or judicial proceeding of any other state pertaining to a marriage between two individuals on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin of those individuals, or a right or claim arising from such a marriage on the basis that such marriage would not be recognized under the law of the state on the basis of their sex, race, ethnicity, national origin of the individuals. Now, wouldn't Elon Omar be covered on some of these things by national origin or ethnicity? You, you would think. Oh, you, they forgot yeah. familial status. Right. Mm-hmm. And is that where they're going here at the Babylon Bee? Please tell me that's where they're going. Well, here, here, here let me just... Because she may or <clears throat> allegedly have uh, married her brother to keep her brother in the United States of America. Yeah, um... With respect for marriage bill to codify gay marriage nearing final passage, Representative Elon Omar has asked for an additional amendment to allow another form of marriage people might want to take advantage of from time to time. Hey, guys, I don't know. Can we add, let's say, marriage to your own brother to the list of officially recognized marriages with the congresswoman from Minneapolis? Like, say, if you want to rig immigration system in favor of by marrying a relative maybe we should just go ahead and legalize it just in case not that i would do it myself don't be silly mm-hmm. the congresswoman mm-hmm. has requested the new law be retroactive to cover anyone who may have engaged in the activity in the early 2000s that would ensure we know you know cover all her basis and stuff she said <laughs> and then rich mcconnell condemned the, the proposed change adding that sibling marriage only works in his home state of kentucky and shouldn't be rolled out nationwide <laughs> at publishing time mitt romney <laughs> also requested <laughs> a last addendum amendment or amendment legalizing polygamy I mean, can you not see this article being prophecy, though? Oh, God. More than satire. Because put, put it on their uh, Google Drive list. Have you seen that, by the way? They actually have a Google Drive that's shareable across the world. Did you know that? 
No. And it's a list. It's a stat. It's a list. Uh, like a Google sheet. And it's literally just a headline and the actual headline that came true. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just a running <laughs> list of all of their prophecies from the Babylon Bee. It's fantastic. But, but it's at least seventy-five in the last five years. Yeah, but 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 seriously though, mm-hmm. can you not see like well, I mean, because if we're gonna go down this whole marriage thing, can you not see someone trying to advocate for incestual marriages and also marriages that that are <clears throat> we, don't, we don't even it's already happening, Pat. I, I know, right? Because we have the minor attracted persons, right? We can't call them pedophiles because right. well, not everybody. You're a pedophile. <clears throat> or a pederast, one of the two. Look them up. They're they're different. They're the same but different. It just depends on your um, <clears throat> puberty status. Puberty. Susan Collins. <clears throat> oh jeez. Um, but yeah. Um, what? Yeah, you know that the gender studies, you know, trans ideology crowd already believes this and and will think this even though we know and, and one of the things that that i hesitated to bring up on twitter because this is not a place to bring this up in terms of being able to actually have a discussion but we had this yesterday um people keep pushing back on well polygamy and natural uh natural marriage it's like um you do realize that Yes, in the Old Testament of the Bible, right? Yes. They had multiple wives. You know, they keep using the 700 wives and 300 concubines. Okay. But let's get let's uh, fast forward to the end of the story of that individual, right? What happens to that individual? Um, don't they die? They die penniless. They die a horrible, not so very good death. And yeah. The multiple marriages ruin them. God's design from the beginning is one man, one woman, right? And right. God, God, by the way, after Adam and Eve sin, right? Mind you, if God didn't want us sinning, if God wanted to control everything and make sure that we only do, we have no free will, we only do the will of God ever, right. right? If he wanted to do that, Adam and Eve would never have sinned. Right. So the suggestion that polygamy is 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 um, not only practiced but accepted in the Bible, yeah, that's a real stretch because you don't know the story then. Yes, it happened, right? Yes, right. Moses had multiple wives, Abraham, John, you know, Isaac, all of them, right? We know the stories, right? What's the end of the story? Or is, you know, our, our very, 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 I, I just love um, Paul Harvey. I just love Paul Harvey. I grew up, my grandfather listened to him every single day. So I got a chance to, to listen to that. And the rest of the story, know it. Because the rest of the story, every single time, is that those that practice this practice, were ruined. They didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't get an opportunity to have a great life. They were ruined. Throughout the rest of the story that is told in Genesis, throughout the rest of the story that's told of the these individuals, all of them end terribly. Why? Because God looked down on their polygamy. God looked down on their sin and said, yes, no, you're going to be punished for it unless you repent of it. They never repented of it. Well, let's fast forward to the New Testament, right? God's son, the only begotten son. What is his message on marriage? One woman, one man, man and wife as equals. coming together to form a more perfect union. And that taking of multiple wives, which was practice in the Judaic faith of the time, was wrong. That, my friend, was different. 
than being put out by the vast majority of society at the time. Also, let's go ahead and get into this real quick, Pat. <clears throat> the incest, the what do we know genetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually about those who are the products of incest and polygamy? By and large, the practice does what to the gene pool? It is a bad situation health-wise. Why? Because a lot of these, you know, you look at the FDLS, uh, the fundamental, or FLDS, you look at all these, like, really big sects of of the, the non-mainstream Mormon church, right? Mm. You look at some sects of the non-mainstream Catholic church, by the way. You look at some sects of all sorts of different churches. It, it, it doesn't end well. Well, what about the Roman culture? Yeah, exactly. The Roman culture. It ruined itself. Everywhere in the world that this practice is practiced, it ruins itself. It ruins its society because it's wrong. That's the ultimate lesson. So when you when but think about the health. We don't even have to talk about the 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 biblical nature of this, right? Let's talk about right. the health nature. What do we know about it from a health perspective? That it literally breeds problems. You're, you increase all the intellectual disabilities. You increase physical disabilities. You increase stillbirth rates. You increase um, mortality to the mother by huge numbers. So if we find that out, and just because it was practiced by some people— in the Bible, does that mean that we have to practice it today, that it should be done if we find out something in God's mystery that is the world? If we find out information, if God is giving us the clue, do we not heed the clue? The, the, I don't get it, right? I don't get the, well, well, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason why... The Mormon church has outlawed polygamy, right? There's a reason why every state has outlawed polygamy. There's a reason why incest is outlawed. There's a reason why it is illegal. There's a reason why you go to prison if you practice it in, in some states, right? I believe in most states. There's a yeah. prison term for that. <clears throat> because it does harm to the societal good. And ultimately, that is exactly the lesson we learn in every single, every single one of the things that people on the other side of the aisle are going to point to when we talk about natural marriage. Every single example that they're going to throw at us, ask them how it ends. That's all you need to do. It's as simple as that. It's also as simple, and I point this out in, in my real estate world, <clears throat> People come up to me all the time when, when we're in social settings, right, Pat? And ask me, how's the market? How's this? How's that? You know what I come back with? I don't come back with all the knowledge. I don't come back with any of it. I shut up and listen. I, but I give them one fact. And I just say, oh, yeah, the market's interesting. What have you heard? And let them talk. So that I know what they think they know versus what is actually out there and how I can educate them. So ask them the question. Ask them one simple question. When they come at you, how does every one of those stories of polygamy end? Every one of them, whether you want to talk about the biblical history, whether you want to talk about the history of, of China, the history of the practice in Africa, the history of the practice all over the world, because it has happened. Yeah, you're right. It has happened in the past. But ask yourself, what happens in the end? The whole Paul Harvey. And now, you know, the rest of the story. With that, Pat. It is time for us to move forward. It is time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. Are you ready for the four nominees? Oh, I'm ready. Alrighty. Here are our nominees. We have, well... Hillary Burton Morgan, and if you were listening to this program earlier or if you listened to WTF Wednesday, you know why, for her comments to Candace Cameron Bure. Um, we have 
Vladimir Putin for his war crimes in Ukraine hmm. again. But in that same breath, we also have Zelensky because of, uh, well, he sort of uh, launched a couple of missiles that ended up in Poland killing a couple of people. Wait, what? wait, 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 that wasn't Russia? No, that that was that was uh, that was that was Zelensky. And um, his response on that was. Uh, well, it was very Richard. Very, very. Richard. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We're going to get into that in a little bit. I have a feeling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and then we finally have Sheila Jackson Lee. For trying to connect slavery reparations to the COVID-19 pandemic. Let me guess. Um, if we gave reparations, the black population would not have been as affected by COVID-19. Very good. Thank you. Let me think about this. Carry the one, divide by zero, times negative, pi algorithm yeah no that's not how that works that's not how any of that works um um yeah yeah seriously though pat i i want to know how the synapses work in sheila jackson lee's brain i i I really do because um um correct me if i'm wrong really rich people really Mm -hmm. poor people Black, white, mm. Asian, Hispanic, Native American, indigenous, uh, all over the world. Um, uh, Vanuatu to Timbuktu uh, to uh, the hoods of South Side Chicago to the uh, rich elite in Lake Forest, Illinois, to uh, the godly people of Utah. Uh, well, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. to the um indigenous people of the Andes Mountains who live uh-huh. in isolation. Yeah. <clears throat> they all got COVID. Yeah, 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 they did. Um so so if you were able to be wealthy, right, you, you could avoid getting COVID. Is that what in what scientific world does that make any goddamn sense? My God, woman. <clears throat> um, truth or fiction time. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee is uh, Texas's dumbest politician. Fiction. Mm. Have you met Beto? Mm. Robert Francis O'Rourke? Yeah, but he's not in office. Once, twice, three times a loser. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I would say he's the dumbest. Did you see him dance on TikTok? <laughs> okay. That was bad. That was Terrible. Cringe. Just because something is a trend doesn't mean you have to do it. Right. Now, if you have something to add to it, have at it, Hoss. All right. So that being said, Pat, um, I think we both know exactly who the Richard of the Week is. Yeah, I think we do. I think we and do. And the winner, Pat, is Zelensky. Vladimir Zelensky. That is correct. Yes, the uh, president or whatever prime minister of Ukraine. Um, he be he did he done did a really Richard like thing this week. Yeah, he he sort of did. Um, attempting to Archduke Ferdinand, apparently the uh, the war. Um, he knew full well that, by the way, as we now unpack what happened, there was a missile uh, strike going on in a bunch of missile strikes going on from Russia, um, by the way, who's getting their ass handed to them on the Eastern Front uh, right now. They're basically pushed all the way back to Crimea and like maybe 20 miles from the border with with uh, Russia right now, like. If you know the actual fighting going on here, Russia is getting its ass handed to it. Okay. It's amazing to see that having been said, um, 
Russia has been lobbing missiles after missiles after missiles at big population centers all across, especially in the western part of Ukraine. Now, they attempted to send up missiles to intercept, right? To blow that shit up in midair, right? Right. Problem was that they they, they misfired and then they went into Poland. <laughs> yeah. uh, that That's a problem, right? And so rather than admitting, sorry, man, like, hey, this was not in, an intended situation. We apologize, blah, blah, blah. What did what did Vladimir Zelensky decide to do about it? Blame um, Russia. Blame yeah. Russia. Um, and then attempt to get NATO involved because Russia attacked a NATO ally in Poland. And therefore, we must we must vis-a-vis -vis the Treaty of NATO attack and defend thus creating world war three is that bad pat it is knowingly lying about the situation and then attempting to draw us into world war three is that bad yeah in fact it's so bad that um that story deserves to go into the fryer Speaking of which, Pat, I had some struggles here with my worst story of the week because that is horrible, terrible, no good, very bad. That's awful. Right. There are some other stories that are terrible, no good, very bad, awful as well, right? Right. Um, pray tell, do you think I'm – where do you think I'm going with this, right? Um, are you going to go down the road of COVID? Oh, yes, I am. On multiple fronts, at least two, by the way. Oh, boy. Because we have news out of Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, Question wait, for what? you, Pat. Of all the stupid things during the pandemic, what is the dumbest? It's got to be the mask mandates. Yes. The, the idea that masking up will protect you, protect others, protect anybody. It never has. It never will. The only usage of masking that makes any sense is in a setting in which you need a sterile environment. Again, I will repeat this. Well, why do people wear masks in the in the operating room and in and in the hospital? Because sterilization of the operating room is vital. And one good way of doing that is to make sure that your spittle that your whatever is caught and as few particles of that get through as possible. There. We're post-pandemic, correct, Pat? Uh, it depends on who you ask, but yes. Well, because I, Los I, Angeles I, County is now going to recommend introducing or reintroducing an indoor mask mandate. Why? Oh, really? Well, because, Pat, it's November. And there's a rise in case numbers of COVID-19 in Los Angeles County. Isn't it cold and flu season? It's cold and flu and COVID season. We It's not like we don't have, wait for it, almost three years of data that would tell us that, oh bleep, here it comes. So it's wabbit season and it's duck season. I, I'm just going to ask anybody and... I have been very open. Me and my wife are looking at all of our options to get the hell out of here, right? All of them. But if you are in California, what the hell? Get the hell out. You want your freedom back? Leave California. Guess what? You can sell your house for an ass ton of money and go buy one in Florida or Tennessee or elsewhere for about half the price of what you're going to sell it for in California. Pat, if, if you sold your house for a million dollars and you bought a $500,000 house, okay, uh -huh. would that extra 500000 help increase your family's wealth? Yeah, a little bit. What, um, what, what I, I'd have a house here? paid off, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, oh, my God. So that's bad. But then we also have the story this week. Now, this is good and bad. 
good because um, the Senate voted to end the emergency powers, uh, the health emergency powers of the president when it comes to COVID-19. Uh-huh. 37 Democrats. 37 Democrats voted against it. Didn't they extend something to April, though? That's what they're trying to end, is his ability uh. to do that. So the story is this. The U.S. Senate passed a resolution this week to terminate the national emergency declared in 2020 in response to COVID, but 37 Democrats voted against it. Senate uh, Senator Roger Marshall, Republican of Kansas, has proposed the bill for a second time, uh, had proposed the bill for a second time in September, shortly after Joe Biden told CBS News in an interview the pandemic was over. The White House quickly walked that back, but for most Americans, it is over. We all realize that COVID would be around for years, maybe forever, and we're just going to have to live with it. Most of the Senate believes that, too. Marshall's resolution to end the national emergency passed the Senate 61-37 on Tuesday with 10 Democrats joining all Republicans. Two Democrats were absent and didn't vote. Um, I, I can't remember the two people, but it was like, uh, oh, you probably don't want to be on record. That would be why. The senator said in his speech on the Senate floor that the national emergency had been in effect way too long and has taken a dramatic toll on Americans. So, yes, the vast majority of people live in sanity right now, right? Even in the Senate. But for lest you think that these people are going to give up their power, lest you think that they actually believe this pandemic is over, lest you think they won't go down the road of enforcing this tyranny down your throat again. Here you go. What what more evidence do we need that we have to just live with this than living through it for two and a half, three years? Because guess what? We're pushing our third year of this, by the way. In fact, yeah, we're already real. into the vast majority of evidence suggests that this was actually maybe August or September. And we just don't we just never knew it because we had no way to test for it or look for it because it looks and acts just like, wait for it, the flu. Right? Or a so, really bad cold. Right. But but either way, it looks exactly like these types of viruses, right? Right. And so we we just really had no way of knowing that we should be looking for something else for a long time. But when we trace the evidence back, it's likely August or September of 2019. So we're in 2022 that would be three years now mm. what part of the evidence do you these people will not give up these people will not give up their tyranny will not give up the power now will this pass in the house probably not until there's a switch that's going to be my guess but the, the good news is that the current makeup is only i think 12 or 13 advantage to the democrats right now before we flip over to the new session, right? Right. So all you need to peel is about 15 House Democrats. You, I'm going to guess, based on what we saw from Team Sanity in the Senate, that this will actually pass the House. And guess what? The function of the legislative branch works for once. So that's the good and the bad part of this story. But I'm not done, Pat, because I've got more. Are you ready for this? Oh, boy. Mountain Dew's new holiday flavor has come out. <laughs> Called Fruit Quake. I'm, I'm guessing it's a fruitcake flavor. Because nothing screams I want to try it like the worst piece of holiday food known to man. Uh, uh. Let, let me just break this down real quick. This, this item called fruitcake, right, is so terrible, uh -huh. horrible, no good, very bad, that it became a running gag in my family for over a decade. That it literally was like playing hot potato, only we found new, inventive, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad ways to present a single fruitcake to somebody for over a decade. Why would you, why, why, why not eggnog, right? Why, why not go down that road? Or I don't know, hear me out on this one, Pat. 
why not go down a candy cane flavor or even better Reese's peanut butter cup flavor, right? The, the trees, the Reese's trees or, or hear me out on this one. Um, I don't know anything other than this. Apparently they knew that this, this would torture you. What's and so that's absolute why absolute hell go into the fryer and never come out. This this never no, this is like new coke for me, Pat. Hard pass. That's gonna be a hard pass for me, dog. A very hard pass. Okay. okay. Oh, also, Pat. Um, there's still this. Oh, jeez, what now? Did you know that there are 97 gender options in the city of San Francisco? In which somebody can claim their $1,200 a month payment for being trans. If you are trans, the city of San Francisco is going to pay you. If there was ever a Sodom and Gomorrah in uh, the United States today, would it not be San Francisco? Pretty much. The city of San Francisco is going to pay trans citizens $1,200 a month in guaranteed income. That's right. What are some of the genders here, you might be asking? 97 of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, On the list, Waria, as in the character from Mario Brothers. Gender outlaw, tomboy, Cathoe. These aren't Cthulhu. Uh, I don't know who that is. Boy, B O I. Just some of them. Um, those aren't genders. They're just literally made up terms, Pat. Yes, you are correct. And so, congratulations, you can get $1,200 from the government just for being a total dipshit. Again, if you live in California, what the absolute hell are you doing there? Get the bleep out and let it burn itself to the ground. On on the other hand, on the other hand, is this not the most brilliant Ponzi scheme um, of all time? No, Pat, I, I hate to break this to you. Ginger is not one of the uh, accepted uh, gender ideologies. See, gender lives matter, okay? That is bullcrap. Ginger lives matter. But but seriously, is this not, not the greatest Ponzi scheme of all time? Here they, they've come up with something that is so crazy that the government is willing to pay them for it. You are correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just just throwing that out there. So is is this is this really crazy then or is it brilliant? I, I can't I can't decide because they're getting twelve hundred dollars a month and I'm not getting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, not not good, not good at no, all. No, not good at all. No, no, nope. I'm also not good this week, and I'm going to throw this into the fryer. Um, oh, Jay Leno getting burned to a crisp. Oh yeah, that was awful. Oof. Oh, that was, that was no bad. there. No, just just no. Now the good news is that uh, friends were there. Also, we have to throw this into the fryer. FTX just just right into the damn fryer. Yeah. Um. And then I have another potential worst story of the week. Do you see the problem with getting to the worst story of the week here, Pat? They all really suck. <laughs> um, because um, Target has announced they've lost four hundred million dollars in twenty twenty two to smash and grabs. Is that proje- bad? Projecting six hundred million by the end of the year. By the way, is that bad? Yes. <laughs> that is awful. Oh, good grief. Yeah. I don't I don't know that we can choose just one. I really don't. What's your worst story of the week? Well, I mean, my worst story of the week was going to be the whole disrespect for marriage act and mm-hmm. and the LDS church endorsing said act. Yeah, um, no, because I agree that with you. Is I think that's a, that holy awful. 
Yeah. Yep. I mean, folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to yesterday's episode because we literally gave you word for word the text of the the bill and we gave you almost word for word the two because there were two sections to the um, Baldwin Amendment. Collins Tillis Amendment. And think yep. about the three. So we gave you both of them in their own words. And then we also looked at the interpretation of them. Um, this is terrible for those who want to actually act their faith in life. It's terrible right. because the government has created an action that will allow you to be ruined simply by expressing your faith and living in your life. It's terrible, it's horrible, it's no good, it's very bad. And we had 12 Republicans, including Joni Ernst of Iowa, go down this route. Joni freaking Ernst, I get Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is a lost freaking cause, and thank you for that, Utah. Still mad at you, still pissed at you for that. It's so am I, and I live here. Yeah, it's awful. Um, we And then to watch the LDS church go... You know what? Clap like a seal. We we got an amendment. Yeah. That, that yeah. actually does nothing to protect you, by the way. It 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 literally just says you don't have to perform those marriages. Well, I mean under I, penalty I heard, of law. I heard a great analogy when it comes to the politics of the church. They are very Mitt Romney esque versus Mike Lee. Oh yeah, I mean look um, at what's going on at BYU, right? Right. Yeah, they're they're very they're very Mitt Romney esque. And and so uh, the thing is Mike Lee, I think, is much more astute of what's going on here than than any than anyone in the, in the church yeah. leadership or Mitt yeah. Romney even cares it, to know about. It's, that, that's joke. it's like the joke in the in the Catholic faith. Is a Pope Catholic? Yeah, yeah. Debatable at best. Sometimes, most of the time. Yeah, yeah that's gonna be a hard pass for me, dog. Um, that having been said, um, anything else you want to throw into the fryer? No, no. I, I mean, I think we covered a, a large portion of what could be considered the worst story of the week. And I honestly, after hearing some of these, I don't know that I can choose just like, like what is the absolute worst? I, I don't know. I don't know. They're, all right. With that all being said, great. then uh, your final thoughts on the week. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And on this 18th day of Andrew's birth month, his gift today is going to be fruit quake. I'm going to spit it right back at you, Pat. You know, right the, the, the funny you. part was, is like when you mentioned that earlier, I actually had this pulled up to be your birthday present before you um, mentioned it. Also, Pat, um, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, endless fourth quarters of the Packers Titans game. Cause that was horrible. No good. Very bad. Terrible. That well, might be my worst you, story of the week. I already gave you the gift of, uh, of uh, the Packers missing the playoffs this year. Well, that's very clear after last week. <laughs> so, real quick before we go, before I go, Pat, how many times have how many times have you seen? This is crazy for me. So, in four out of the last five games, I've had an opportunity to win either the first quarter, second quarter, or third quarter on the, on numbers that are played in in Wisconsin. Basically, you get like zero and zero, seven, seven, seven and four whatever combination right and then you add up the numbers on the end of the so if it's like 10 nothing it would be zero right and then if it's 10 7 it would be zero and seven or seven zero whatever combination wins right not once not twice not three times but four times this year already i have lost a quarter by somebody missing a point after or a two-point conversion at the end of a damn quarter it happened last night. The Packers, <laughs> the Packers missed a field goal or missed a uh, a extra point. <clears throat> Made Isn't it seven to six. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Oh no, no, no! So we missed it. We got to zero at the end at the end of the uh, near the end of the second quarter. Right. Tennessee missed an extra point that would have given me the. The, the win. The, the two missed PATs in that game, Pat, and they both effed me. Also, you- I have watched this team literally die on the vine 
not once, not twice, but four times in the fourth quarter on fourth in really short. What the hell how, is going on? How do you how do you do that? First Very of all, how do you miss apparently. a PAT? How do you miss a PAT? If, if you are a professional football player, aside from getting it blocked potentially, uh, uh, uh. Um, because that does occasionally happen. That's what happened to Mason Crosby's first uh, PAT. It got, it got tipped. Yeah. So <sighs> that I understand, but but you, uh, if you're playing professional football, you shouldn't be missing PATs. Yeah. And with that, please be smart, be safe, be kind, have yourselves a great weekend, and make sure you eat all your meals this weekend. As always, Matthew 547.